0: Hey all, welcome back to Thoughts from a 20-something. My name's Maggie, and I'm a 20-something-year-old girl finding her way through life. Here, you'll find more of my thoughts, feelings, emotions, and of course, all of the random things that go with that. I hope that you'll stick around and listen to the podcast. I'd love to connect with you on social media. Link is in the description below. And until then, here's some more thoughts. all. Welcome back to another week of my thoughts. This week I wanted to talk about the 5:30 a.m morning routine slash millionaire slash billionaire routine um, and everything that goes with it. So recently on YouTube I've been getting a lot of recommended videos that are like wake up at 5:30 with me for a week or you know things to make me more productive in the morning I'll see Instagram graphics kind of detailing what an ideal morning routine should be I've even seen one that says you know the billionaire routine like do it with me whatever so, I watched a couple of the videos just because I was curious of what you know what millionaires and billionaires and all these productive people what they're doing uh with their mornings that I'm not doing that make me not a millionaire so essentially, this billionaire morning routine is waking up at you know early in the video I watched I think the girls like woke up at like seven or eight um like so not even five thirty, but early, they got up, made their beds immediately. Um, they meditated for half an hour. They journaled for like 20 minutes or half an hour something like that. They drank a cup of tea. They moved their body for one to two minutes. They took a cold shower. Um, they made a smoothie and then started their work. So I think that was most of the gist. Um, and then I mean, similarly, the 5.30 routine is kind of the same things, maybe like a longer workout or, um, you know, they leave, you know, more room for breakfast and, you know, you make coffee and whatever. So my routine in comparison, I set an alarm for 8. Mostly I don't get up to that. I get up at 8.30. Um, The 8 o'clock is just kind of so I wake up. I actually don't really sleep through the night which that's totally different, but I'll wake up at maybe, you know, 5 or 5.30, go back to sleep, wake up at 7, wake up at 7.30, wake up at 8, and then I'll get out of bed at 8.30-ish. But recently, I've been listening to, like, the birds in the morning, so I'll just lay in bed for a couple of minutes and listen to that, Um, and then I'll get up. I do my, like, skincare routine, brush my teeth, kind of get ready. I don't put, like, I don't change out of my pajamas or anything, but I get kind of ready for the day. I'll go make my breakfast. Every single day, I have a plain, or not plain bagel, but an everything bagel with just like vegan butter on it, and then I'll make a cup of coffee, and then usually I'll just go to work, quote-unquote work, so in my bedroom, um, and then, I don't know, work for a while, eat lunch, and then, I mean, by that time, it's been three or four hours since I've gotten up. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with my morning routine. It actually has taken me quite a while to develop um, a consistent habitual routine. I think working from home, doing class from home, um, gets a little bit challenging when you're trying to develop a routine because it is really easy to just sleep in or miss your alarm or, um, you know whatever else because you're not really clocking in like nobody's gonna see you if you don't start work when you say that you're going to so it's really easy to keep pushing those things back I have a really hard time uh telling myself well I have an easy time telling myself that I'm gonna work out in the morning and then I don't do it um (laughs) right now I'm training for a half marathon and I don't it's so cold I don't want to run in the morning so I'll usually do that in the afternoon um but anyway so I get up normalish time it's early for me if i had it my way um i could probably sleep in until 9:30 or 10 every day but that's okay um so anyway just seeing these other routines and then comparing it to my routine i was feeling you know a little bit of pressure to maybe wake up earlier and maybe get some more stuff done um you know maybe develop this millionaire billionaire mindset And I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Um, I just think that the pressure that it created on me to have a better routine um, than I already have to create something different for myself. But in that way, I already have something that works for me. And I'm not really sure that I would thrive on a 530 routine. Next, I just wanted to talk about why we focus so much on these other routines, um, instead of the ones that we have. I think as a societal whole, we have a really romanticized idea of changing ourselves to fit the mold. I think, you know, you see this millionaire mindset, this billionaire mindset, these productive mindsets, and we say, Oh, you know, I'm not productive enough. I'm not good enough. I want to get ahead. I want to do x, y, z. So I need to do these things. However, we don't really reflect on what we need to do to make those happen. We often try to make other people's mold fit our lives. If that wasn't clear enough, I think there's a problem with that. Just a couple of questions that I want you to consider if you haven't considered something that occurred to me while I was watching these videos and reflecting on it on my own time. But why do we attribute so much of quote unquote success or productivity um, to being you know, early in the morning? Why do we attribute success to having a million or a billion dollars? Why do we say that we need to be productive at all hours of the day? We constantly, constantly remind each other that resting is maybe for the week. We emphasize this grind, you know, If you're not grinding at all hours of the day, you're doing it wrong. If you want to get ahead, you need to be on the grind. Everything that we do is so focused around this productive mentality, this grind mentality, all of this stuff that we forget about what success actually is. Another question to just consider does wealth equal happiness? Does wealth equal success? I think, again, a lot of the time we look at things that we want and things that we say that we need, and it's not a want, it's a need, and we look at having money as making it. But is that necessarily true? I mean, coming from a broke student, I have debt, I live paycheck to paycheck, I really am not doing anything too extravagant, Um, and I'm the happiest I've ever been. I think that often we we look forward to the future. We all do it. I think, you know, you look forward to when you're graduating college, when maybe you might want to settle down, when um, you'll finally land your dream job. And we look forward to these events in the future that will finally bring us some sort of happiness. But we forget to be happy in the current moment. I think there's a difference, too, to establish between happiness and contentment. I think we are striving so often for happiness that we forget that it's okay to be content. In the same way, we forget that it's okay to rest because we're chasing the grind. We see rest as a bad thing, but then wonder why there's so much burnout across so many different careers, across so many years, across generations. In these mindsets, I'd like you to think about what's to gain. As soon as you th- find yourself thinking about, you know, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people your age, you're comparing yourself to people younger than you. You're thinking that you should change. I'd like you to just think, what's to gain from the change? I think stability is good. So I'm not saying that you need to be broke. It's not fun to live broke either. But I think having that financial stability is where some happiness slash contentment comes from. I think being not so well off is you know, it can be detrimental um, to kind of your mental health, all of those things. So not saying that at all. I'm not saying that you have to like, sell all your things and live like, on the bare minimum. However, I think, um, you know, once you have your essentials covered, your four walls, your food, all of that, I think that we just get focused on having the next big thing. You know, I am definitely guilty of this. But You know, thinking, oh, is this the year for my phone upgrade? And then making sure that I have a new one because my other one, you know, it's not working as fast and whatever. Or, you know, constantly, you know, looking for new things. I think of, you know, getting new camera equipment, for example. I just got a couple of new lenses and I was so excited about them. Once I got them and used them once or twice, I was just thinking about the next thing I could upgrade. Why am I looking for things that I could upgrade when I just got my upgrade that I had been wanting, saving, and working for? And instead, I flipped the narrative and said, What else could I have to make this better? There's nothing wrong with that. I am somebody who wants to achieve, wants to do great things, like we all do. However, I think that, I mean, I know I do. I think we get too focused on the next thing working, checking things off our to-do list, checking things off our life to-do list that we forget to live in the present. I think finding that contentment where you are is a huge point of this. I think... I've seen things on like Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, where it says like, you need to romanticize the life you're living. And part of me thinks that, yep, that's a good idea. I do kind of, I fall into that trap where, you know, you have to romanticize every cup of coffee that you have. You have to romanticize looking at the sun or listening to the wind or whatever else, XYZ. I know that these kind of sound a little hokey, But I do like the general concept. I think oftentimes, again, we get too focused on the next big thing, achieving the next goal, making a certain amount of money, um, you know, finding our one true significant other, whatever else, fill in the blank, that we forget to enjoy the day by day. Every night when I'm laying in bed overthinking myself to myself, I always think about, you know, you're never going to get today back. What did you do today that made it worth it? I always try to do something once a day if it's for myself, if it's for another person, Um, really if it's for whoever. I try to make it for myself though as of recently, but I think what made today special that I could either bring into tomorrow that I won't do again, you know, whatever. I think reflecting and learning on those experiences makes every day something special, I think especially with pandemic things, I've been looking forward to the day where everything opens back up and I don't feel so guilty about, you know, going places or shopping or traveling. And I forgot to enjoy the present moment. So all of this to say that I would really encourage you to not fall into these traps, to not fall into this mindset that there's only one right way to do things. There's how many ways to do things. If we all did things the same way, there would never be anything new. If you didn't want to constantly be better than whoever else or even better than your past self, you wouldn't have growth. I think there's a difference in the mindset, Uh, you know, rather than being a fixed mindset, rather a growth mindset, working towards your goals, finding a way to do things, being resourceful, seeking out other resources, all of that good stuff. But wake up at whatever time that you want to wake up at. (laughs) Do a routine that works for you. I think other people's routines don't fit yours necessarily, and that's okay. Again, we try to make other people's, you know, accomplishments, goals, routines, all of this stuff that is so public for everybody to see, we try to make that fit our lives. And that's not always going to work. Our lives are so unique and individual and really something to be celebrated in our own unique ways that we should just start taking those steps to do so. I think that for me, a 5.30 routine doesn't work um, because one, it's so early. (laughs) Two, I swam in college. I swam my whole life. In high school, we had practice at, well, I guess all of my life. I've had swimming at 5.30 in the morning, sometimes 5.15 if my coach was feeling really, really ambitious. Um, But in high school, that meant getting up at 4.45 and going to practice, going to school all day, going back to practice. In college, I would get up at maybe five, go to practice, same, you know, same routine, go to class all day. I think when my alarm goes off at five or five thirty now, it's one of those, I do not want to go get in the pool. It's this ingrained, you know, five equals swim practice. So that's one reason why it doesn't work for me. Another reason it doesn't work for me is because I have kind of a hard time falling asleep. Sometimes I'm an overthinker. I get a little bit anxious when I sit and I lay in bed and I think about the reasons why I have to get up at 5 or 5.30 or whenever. I cannot fall asleep. It's like that for everything. I think from, you know, the age where I started realizing that going to bed at night meant getting up for school the next morning. I started to get nervous that I was going to miss my alarm. That somehow I was going to oversleep and it would be all my fault, X, Y, Z. So when similar things like this happen, if I have like a dentist appointment in the morning, sometimes it's hard for me to fall asleep because I don't want to miss my dentist appointment. In this way, getting up at 5.30, even if it's to just start my day, journal, meditate, whatever, um, I still get nervous and I have a hard time falling asleep. Well, this leads me to be tired when I wake up. I am not somebody who thrives on less sleep. I know people who do. Good for them. That's not me. I am somebody who thrives off of you know, nine to 10 hours of sleep. I, I, you know, not that I'm unpleasant on less sleep, but personally, I just feel much better on more sleep, which most people do. I think with that in consideration, that's another reason why this waking up at 530, this routine doesn't really work for me all the time. Another reason is the crash in the afternoon. I am not somebody who, I mean, I guess back in undergrad, I would have a couple of cups of coffee a day, but now I just don't do enough in the day to where I could fall asleep at night with that much caffeine. Um, Throughout the daytime, I need to be tired to go to bed. Um, So this crash in the afternoon usually leads me to nap or to take a big break, and that also halts my productivity. Productivity does matter to an extent, I think, especially for me doing my coursework, doing my uh, graduate assistant work, all of that stuff. I really do i am on a timeline i guess is the best way to phrase it so it does matter when i get things done but if i'm crashing in the afternoon let's say i wake up at 5:30 um have breakfast get ready let's just give that an hour um to kind of wake up get ready whatever maybe journal maybe read whatever so we're at 6:30 even if i do you know 2 hours of good work take a break then do 2 hours of work take a break By the time I want to take a break, like a real break at maybe one after lunch, I've already eaten. I feel like I've had a full day. Like, I'm going to lay down and I will probably fall asleep. That will limit my productivity for the rest of the day because I'm going to wake up and I'm going to need to work out or I'm going to need to finish like one more thing and then I'm just going to be done. Whereas now, getting enough sleep. Waking up, having a good start to my morning, you know, feeling a little bit rushed, but not too pressed for time is kind of where I fall in that happy medium, you know, balance. I definitely have a slower morning than most. It takes me a while to kind of get going. But then once I get going, I can work pretty steadily for quite a long time. I think it's pretty comparable to, let's say, a run. If you take your run out too fast, you're going to get tired and you're going to want to stop sooner rather than later. However, if you start slower, you're going to be able to go longer at that more consistent pace. I think I'm beginning to fall into that more consistent pace ideal rather than getting everything done in one short bout of time. I'm not really a procrastinator. I like to get things done way ahead of time. So I'm constantly trying to work ahead, trying to get everything done. Um, but in a way that's not too far ahead of time. That's not crunch for time. Just taking my time, making sure everything's done right. And then lastly, I just don't really see a reason. It doesn't really fit my lifestyle right now to get up at 5.30. Um, I think I would get up at 5.30 and then just kind of sit and maybe watch TV because I'm too tired to really do anything else. In this way, I'm not sure that it would really be better for me to get up at 5.30. I think I would still get tired in the afternoon. And I'm thinking it would probably comprise, like, you know, compromise my productivity. Um... In the morning, I have a hard time focusing when I'm tired, I think. Uh, You know, I'd be spinning my wheels trying to do something when it's not going to get done. So waking up at 8, waking up at 9, that's nothing that I really feel guilty for and that you shouldn't feel guilty for either. Even if you wake up later. If your sleep schedule is all whacked out, maybe fix it a little bit, but don't compromise yourself to fit somebody else's mold. I'd like to just encourage you that if anything resonates with you, or if there's one takeaway that you can take home, it's that don't make other people's routines, other people's molds, other people's ideas, don't make them fit your life if it means that you have to drastically change yourself. I think that we're all unique. I think that there's something special in that uniqueness, and we need to celebrate it instead of encouraging everybody to be the same. Find what works for you and stick to it. Dedicate you know, your time, dedicate your energy. Dedicate everything to bettering yourself in a way that's helpful for you, not necessarily for somebody else. If getting more sleep makes you a better person, then get more sleep. If getting more sleep helps you, you know, accomplish your tasks, get more sleep. I think there's something really simple to be said about how we do things and why we do things. Evaluating your why, evaluating your reasoning. You know, really reflecting, doing that journaling process, I think is good. I think there's lots of good things happening in these routines. Um, You just need to make it fit your own life. So for me, I do make my bed right when I get up. It helps me, you know, accomplish one thing right away in the morning. I feel good. My bed looks good. All of that good thing. I sometimes journal in the morning. Sometimes I'll read. I don't love to be on my phone. right when i wake up i do use an alarm clock i don't use my phone for an alarm that just helps me get out of bed get moving before i start feeding my brain things that it doesn't necessarily want to see right after i wake up like i said i have a hard time working out in the morning i can do it i don't necessarily do that so much anymore um i just prefer working out in the afternoon so i don't really work out in the morning or move my body so much but I do try to get up and get active a little bit um, even if that means walking back and forth a couple of times to the kitchen um you know I will either make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea uh, or both throughout the day I really do enjoy having like a hot beverage I do only have one cup of coffee a day though I definitely try to cut back just because I know that I won't really sleep at night if I do I think the other thing um to note that I do is I do have breakfast and I do um, sit and enjoy it. One of the things that I try to make time for every day is having you know my cup of coffee or breakfast or whatever, and just being intentional around the food around the purpose around feeling um, one of my good friends uh, told me about this time last year actually um, she had heard it from one of her coworkers, one of her friends something and Uh, Essentially, the quote is something like, if you can't sit and enjoy your cup of coffee, like you're not ready to minister to other people. And that really stuck out in my head. Now, I try to carve out that time, whether it's 15, 20, 30 minutes in the morning, to just sit and drink my coffee, to think about my day ahead, to think about what I want to accomplish, what I could accomplish, and what doesn't need to be accomplished. I think in that way, it allows me to be more mindful. That doesn't really require meditating, per se but is an intentional, mindful, reflective practice in a way that meditation would be. For me, meditation doesn't really work in the morning when I'm kind of tired waking up because I probably would fall back asleep. Um, I have done meditation before. I can really commit to guided meditation, but doing it on my own is something that I definitely need to practice with. However, I do make meditation part of my routine. um, I do guided runs sometimes and having those meditation guided runs are really cool and really good uh, for me personally. I think it gives me something to think about while I'm running, to enjoy moving my body, to enjoy nature, all of that good stuff. So that's how I've made my own routine. That's how I've made my own mold. And that's how I'd like to encourage you today. To reflect on your own routine. If there's something that you wish that you could change or not change or whatever. To just reflect on that. Maybe journal about it. Um, If you don't journal, maybe start journaling (laughs) those things. If you want to try something, I am the biggest advocate for just doing it. I think there's something really beneficial about, um, you know, just letting yourself do things. To not letting yourself, you know, make excuses or feel held back by certain obstacles. Um, So taking that step and just doing it for yourself maybe trying it for a week if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't and just learning and growing from that practice itself um, as well as learning and growing as a person thank you for listening to this episode's thoughts If you'd like more behind the scenes content, make sure you head over to my Instagram. I'll leave the link in the description or head on over to my blog, thoughtsfromatwentysomething.com. Here's until next time's thoughts.